0: One of the things that I struggle with is impatience. And I am prone to trying to do as much as possible now Um, with the idea that uh, you don't know what the future brings and if you do something now, it leaves the door open, or it creates the opportunity for something else to happen later. But there's an exception in my life that I've come to recognize, and it's the role that the that Spoonosaurus magazine plays, which is notable in that I have learned to pace myself with my vision for what I want it to ultimately present. And a a big part of that is the fact that it's not just a one-off project. It is an ongoing thing. And so... um, What that means is that if I don't cover something, if I don't cover a topic or an idea, I don't get to something in an article that I'm writing for it now, that's okay, because I can get to it later. And not only is it okay, this is what I've really come to realize, is that it's actually good, it's necessary, that I leave some things unsaid now, so that I can say them later. I used to think that I might run out of things to say on social media or here or, or in the magazine. And then with each of those instances, I seem to go through this hmm, period of recognizing that I'm not going to run out of things to say because I can always say things A new way. I can always combine it in a new way. I can always just say it again, and if I say it afresh, it will be new. But there's another element that I'm discovering, which is that I can also fight the urge to be as complete as possible when I share something because that leaves the opportunity to share something else later. Now, you can hear that statement and think, God damn it, is Emmett holding something back when he doesn't have to be? And that's not what I mean. I'm not trying to be cagey or say, well, you have to pay me more money to get the next bit of information. I'm not breadcrumbing you along. It's more that whenever you try and tease apart something like how to carve a spoon or how to live a life there are always it is hard to separate the pieces and it is always tempting to include more and more because it because it is important, and you recognize its importance. And I guess what I'm saying is that the, the very serial nature of these mediums, of these ways of communicating, helps me realize that it's okay to leave parts out. It's okay for something to be incomplete. It will necessarily be incomplete. And that its incompleteness is a part of how it gets out into the world at all. In contrast to this, the the book I just finished writing, Greenwood Spoon Carving, hopefully will be out this fall, is as complete as I can make it. And so that was a different experience trying to really put everything down that might be helpful. And even then, I'm recognizing that there's ways I could have phrased things, ways I could have organized things that I just didn't in this instance. Because a lot of times what changes is not that you've left information out, but that you've taken the same information and organized it in a different way and that helps you see and emphasize different things. So for instance, I'm writing some sample parts for the, the, the book that's gonna come out next year. That's a project book. It's gonna be published by someone else. And because it's a project book, there's far less, it is not just a repeat of greenwood spoon carving. There's far less room for the basic stuff. And so I'm finding myself condensing it and combining it in new and novel ways. So for instance, this morning I was writing about using an ax. And this is something I've written about numerous times for the magazine, for articles for other people, in the, uh, in the book that I just wrote. And what I found interesting was that here I was writing about it again. And and the information was combined differently. The information was um, what stood out was different based on the thesis or, or the the point of the exercise, right? The point of the exercise here is how to have somebody who's picking up this book of projects sort of have the most success and the most safety and how to convey all that in a page and a half. Well, that's a different thing than a magazine article that's about ergonomics or a magazine article that's about safety specifically. I'm going to pull out and talk about in more detail different things. And this is my point, is that whenever you choose to say something, you necessarily leave a lot unsaid. And the more you see clearly all the stuff that you see on, that that you leave unsaid, the more it unsettles you, until you recognize that there will be an opportunity for you to say that stuff too. As long as you keep playing the game, as long as you keep sharing, as long as you keep finding opportunities to articulate the stuff that is unsaid, it's okay for it to be unsaid in this particular moment. And I think that emphasis on a continued commitment to saying and doing the things that have been left unsaid and undone is the single greatest value we can bring to the table, whether it's in our professional lives, or in our relationships, (coughs) recognizing that whenever you say or do anything, that there is a vast iceberg that has not been said or done, but that you will get to it in time. and probably many times. Thanks for listening, everyone. Talk tomorrow.